Hello everyone, this is Pastor Jack, and this is You Think? Today I'm going to talk about something that's on my mind. This, this social stuff is really driving me up the wall. How about you? Is it making you crazy uh, to be politically correct and all that stuff? And as Christians, we wonder, what is, uh, what is the way that we're supposed to act? Are we supposed to bow to everyone and to kiss their ring and to uh, uh, do what they want us to do? The Bible says we are to love our brother or our neighbor as ourself. Say, so, oh my goodness, what's that mean? Love thy neighbor as thyself. Well, the word love is agape. It's, it's a Greek word uh, meaning in a moral sense. In a moral sense, okay? In other words, we don't go around kissing each other, unless we know each other, of course. And we don't go around uh, bowing down to each other or turning over our houses or supporting people unless it's something that's on our heart to do, all right? Basically, we're supposed to treat each other as we want them to treat us. Doesn't that make sense to you? It's a very good thing. When I was a young boy, I went to a Catholic school, and there were, uh, oh, I would say all of them were black, except for uh, myself and my brother. And we used to kid around. We were very close. We were very friendly. We, we loved each other. And they used to call me nigger. But you don't like to hear that word, do you, boy? That's a bad word to use. And, and I called them cracker. Hey, nobody cries about that word, though, do they? Because cracker is all right and nigger is not. But anyway, uh, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about them calling me what other people call them, and I call them what other people call me. In other words, it don't matter. We're all the same. And that's how we treated each other. I remember being on a subway station with my brother and my father and uh, these uh, two big white kids was chasing this young black boy and uh, my father stepped in the middle of him and said, Ho, if you're going to mess with him, you're going to mess with me. And they took off. And <coughs> I don't know what happened to the, the black boy, if he thanked my father or not. But anyway, he disappeared and my brother said to my father, Why'd you help that nigger for? And my father slapped him. He says, don't you ever use that word. And let me tell you something. There's nobody different than you on this earth. Now, I, I may be paraphrasing here a bit. But my father said, don't ever think of somebody as, as worse than you or better than you. We're all equal. And that's the way my father said it, and it's stuck in my mind forever. I have never been prejudiced. I hate the word racist because it's thrown around so much. And I know what the word racist means. See, you think it means that when you hate another race. But I really believe it's a, it's a trigger word to get people to hate each other. He's a racist. Oh, kill him. There is a plan in this country for the radicals to take over the whole place. And how they do this is they 
uh, the old saying, divide and conquer. They come in and they get the blacks to hate the whites because they tell the blacks, we owe them something. Now, I'm not talking about black people who are in positions of power or own corporations or drive Cadillacs or anything like that. They already know who they are. They don't worry about white, black, or indifferent. All they worry about is how to take care of their own lives, and, and that's good. Uh, but we're talking about blacks who are in the ghetto, who are in the poor neighborhoods, and they don't have much at all. And we'll talk about why. But they don't have much at all, and they're convinced that they don't have any because of white people. Now, it might be true. The white people, though, would be Democrats, all right? Because if you look, all the black people in poor neighborhoods live under democratic rule. They live under democratic rule, which means the Democrats control the place. There are no good school systems. There's heavy welfare. There's incentives to make sure the father is not in the home. The, the Democrats have been destroying the family life for years. That should be their motto. Democrats destroying the family home life for hundreds of years. You, you take uh, slavery. Slavery was because of the Democrats. The Democrats were the slave owners. And, and so from that time when they supposedly freed the slaves, all right, they, they make a big hero out of Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln fought because the South wanted to succeed from the North. And why did they want to succeed? Some people say, oh, slavery has nothing to do with slavery. It was because the North was cheating the South uh, out of the federal money that they put in. So the North was getting the bridges, the tunnels, or whatever they made in those days, and the South was getting diddly squat. And after 10 years of that, the South got disgusted, and they decided to leave. And they said, we will leave peacefully. Whatever's on your land is yours. Whatever's on our land is ours, which is more than fair because the North, like I said, took their share of the money also. And so they went back to the South. They, they got out of the government. And uh, next thing you know, Lincoln is sending his troops. And before you know it, half the country is murdered. Wow. Wow. Three years into that war, Lincoln declared what was called the Emancipation Proclamation, which everybody today claims was theirs. I don't claim it's mine. He was a Republican. I don't claim it's mine. I claim he was a dog, too. And the reason why he claimed it is because he couldn't get enough people to fight the war. They didn't see the morality in fighting against their brothers. But once he said that this is a freedom thing for these poor black people, people actually got up to fight because... Nobody wants anybody to be taken advantage of. Everybody that has a good heart will protect somebody who is being oppressed. And so that's what happened. So then they made Lincoln the big hero. Actually, 
when the war was over, Lincoln started shipping black people back to a place called Liberia. This was his project to get rid of the blacks. Lincoln was not a, a, a friend of the blacks at all. By the way, only 2% of the landholders in the South owned slaves. And uh, slavery would have died out within the next 10 years anyway. I am, not, I am not for slavery at all. This is just something that was. Something that was. And people got along with it. The North had plenty of slaves also. And they enjoyed it until they figured out it wasn't making them any money. So they stopped and then they became righteous. Slavery was wrong. But people at that time didn't realize it. Kind of like smoking, and I don't want to trivialize slavery, but right now more people are aware that smoking will kill you. And back then they had no idea, they just smoked. So they did these things that were no good, uh, let's say because of ignorance. Uh, you see movies on the television where uh, the slave owners beat the slaves all the time. The truth is they wouldn't beat their own horses. They don't beat people that were uh, doing work for them. Now, did it happen? Sure it happened. And that's horrible, horrible, horrible. But like I say, don't judge everybody for the works of, uh, of certain individuals. It's like saying, oh, one time this black guy hit me in the nose and, and now I hate all black people. I mean, doesn't that sound ridiculous to you? So they had this Floyd guy that was killed and uh, we know that was bad. We know the cops should uh, be punished for that, all that. But they made this guy a hero, and he was a criminal. He was a career criminal, and he was a druggie, and he would pass counterfeit money. Uh, don't, don't make him a hero. Just say he died. We mourn his loss because he was my brother, and end it there. When these people are marching all over the streets, what you're doing is you're ridiculing society. You're ridiculing decency. You're making it look cheap. And that's just what, just what they did. So what do we have here? We have now uh, people rioting through the streets, only in democratic neighborhoods, mind you. Uh, burning down stores, looting, uh, beating up people. Hurting people have nothing to do with anything. Uh, people who live in these areas, old people can't go to the stores because they used to walk down the block. Now there's no store there. They're afraid to go out of their houses. The police don't come and answer calls. Can't blame them because their, their maids are telling them to stand down. Don't hurt these poor little savages. And that's what they are, savages. And so... It starts out with a little protest. Okay, little protest. And even the protest was stupid. More white people are killed by, by cops than black people. It's just a fact. All right? This whole thing of protesting is because you believe somebody's doing an injustice to you. And it's not. It's one guy. You want to do something, show up at the trial and make sure he gets a... a a real trial. This whole thing of protesting and burning down buildings. So anyway, this is what they do now. They call up 
companies like Nike and Walmart, and, and they tell them, look, you better give us a lot of money or else we're going to come to your places. And so they pay off, and they make speeches like, oh, we're for, uh, we're for Black Lives Matter, which is an anarchist group. I can't say the word right. Sorry, folks. But they're evil. And they're, and they're out to destroy the world. But all these major corporations are giving to them because they're afraid that they're going to hurt them. And guess what just happened? Remember Chick-fil-A? What was his name? I forgot his first name. His last name was Kathy, the old man. The old man was a Christian, a good, solid man. And he didn't put up with anything. But I guess it's his son that took over. And now his son said, hey, yeah, you want to get this? His son said, we should get shoe shine kits and shine the shoes of black people because we should show them that we're humble and, and, and we ask for their forgiveness. What the heck do I have to ask forgiveness for? I never heard a black person in my life. I didn't know any slaves, and I don't know any slaves today, except the ones that the Muslims have in Africa. Don't talk to me about this nonsense. And yet, they got power. Why? Because the Republicans are doing nothing about it. They're not fighting back. They're not pushing back. They're not bringing out the National Guard to kill this thing and to control the neighborhoods. They're just not doing anything. The Bible says in Isaiah 5.20, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. If you remember the uh, uh, play by Shakespeare, Macbeth, in it this, uh, the witches were stirring a cauldron and they said, fair is foul, and foul is fair. The whole world is turning upside down. We're calling these protests good. And we're calling people who think these protests are bad, evil. We're turning everything around. And if it's not stopped and stopped fast, we're going to lose this country. And I don't know what's going on. But it could be the devil behind the whole thing. And if it is... And if God is allowing it, it's going to happen. But if we have a saying it, we should say something. People think, oh, you shouldn't say anything. You're a Christian. You're not supposed to talk. You're not supposed to be mad. You're supposed to be la, 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 baloney. What if you were going to hire a maid into your house and you know the one maid killed somebody before she came to you. And the other maid was a good Christian woman. Which one would you hire? Well, duh. The good Christian woman, of course. Of course. You would never put up with the nonsense of hiring somebody evil just because you're supposed to be a good Christian person. We're not supposed to be quiet about our politicians who are doing evil and disrupting the lives of people. We're not supposed to be quiet about the situation in the country that's dragging us down. We're supposed to rebel. We're supposed to yell. We're supposed to cause a, a ruckus. We're supposed to contact our 
congressmen and senators and threaten to put them out of jobs. What are we doing? We're sitting here doing nothing. I don't know. Maybe we can't do anything. But if we don't try, how do we know? I've written to the president. I've written to congressmen and senators. I've done what I can do. I'm here in the Philippines. But you could do other things. You could start your own protest. Of course, you don't need to break windows when you do that. You could start your own yelling and screaming. But that's going to be up to you. Whether or not you decide you don't want these evil people taking over your country. And black people, if you're poor, you're poor because of the Democrats. You're poor because they made you poor. They kept giving you welfare. They wouldn't provide jobs for you. They made incentives so if your mom kicked your dad out of the house, you'd get more welfare money. People, they've been doing this since, since before the Civil War. And you've been voting for them over and over and over again. Do you know what the sign of being crazy is? Doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. I'm not telling you the Republican Party is the greatest party in the world and they do no harm. They suck too. But they suck a whole lot less than the Democrats. And they will cause jobs. And they will cause your family to come back together. You people who allowed transgenders to march all over the place. You people who allowed all this debauchery. Now, change your ways and vote right. Become a, a person who loves their country, who cares about their country. I, I don't see any reason why you should love your country, being that you have been indoctrinated by the Democrats. Paul was dedicated to Israel. Paul would do anything for Israel. In Romans 9.3 it says, For I could wish that myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen, according to the flesh. Imagine that. He says, I wish I was accursed from Christ for my, for my uh, Israel, for my people, for my brethren. I, I, you know, that scares me. I, I don't even know what that means, you know. I'm, you, but it seems like he's saying, if I could take the punishment, if I could go to hell, if I could be uh, uh, forgotten of by Christ and my kinsmen could live, I would do that. I don't know. I, I, that, that's scary to me. I, I wouldn't even say something like that as much as I love my country. But it shows you how much he loved his country. And he believed it was worth fighting for. Now you have to decide, is your country worth fighting for? Number one, get down on your knees. Yeah, some of you have forgotten how to do that. And I'm talking to you Christians. Get down on your knees and tell God, God, we need you right now. We need you to bring this country back to order. We need to be back to the days where people went to church with their families, where people loved each other, where neighbors loved each other. We need that, Lord. Lord, I don't know how you will do that, if you will do that, but if you will do that, Lord, show me what my part in this will be.
and then listen. God will tell you what to do. If only you will listen to him. Friends, I pray that you are blessed. That you, uh, if you're living in the suburbs, you're not dealing with this stuff right now. But I'm not even in America. And it's cutting me to the heart. So I hope it affects you so much that you will do something to change it. Please, Lord, touch these people. Bless my land and bless my people. And give them the peace they all deserve. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, if you have any comments, please don't feel don't feel embarrassed to write 7101 at USA.net. If you want to call me names, call me names. You want to say something good? Say something good. I would prefer that, of course. But 7101 at USA.net. Let me know what you're thinking. God bless.